Hello, this is your host, Ryan Reed, and you're listening to Reminisce the Empower Podcast. We have a special guest with us tonight, Angela, the diva survivor. She is going to share with us her story of surviving and living um, through cervical cancer. So, Angela, thanks for coming tonight. Can you just introduce yourself and share a little bit about you? Okay, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity, Ryan. Um, well, like you said, my name is Angela um, Reese Abdu, and I am a cervical cancer survivor. And I guess what I'll do is I'll just start back in um, 2007, 11 years ago, um, believe in God and had a greater plan for my life. I stepped out on faith, and I left my 16-year um, career in therapeutic recreation, which was my passion. And I had chose to leave something that I loved to become a social entrepreneur so that I could um, position myself to make an even uh, greater impact by bringing the community into interact with the nursing home residents that I had, you know, grown to love and work with. Um, that entailed me endeavoring to start a nonprofit organization to um, improve the lives of the nursing home population that I served um, by pursuing my other calling also, which is working with young girls and other women to build character, um, grow spiritually, uh, learn proper etiquette and social graces. So um, my object- objective of my programs was to stop violence and change negative learned behaviors. And I was uh, blessed to be um, given to give leadership to the um, spirit of excellence, etiquette, and charm ministry at Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church, where Reverend Dr. Alan E. Waller is senior pastor. And I was also um, contracted by Mothers in Charge, which is a violence prevention organization, to um, provide programming for adjudicated youth from Carson Valley Youth Aid. And it was during, I think, my third year of doing that when everything just changed. And um, as a result of a routine gynecologist exam, I was diagnosed with fibroid tumors and scheduled for surgery um, to have them removed. And because I had a a summer vacation planned, my doctor um, had allowed me to put the surgery off until I, you know, got back from vacation. Well, in the interim, the results from my pap test came back, and I received the call that, you know, come into my OBGYN's office. And, Ryan, I will never forget that day, and mm. it literally changed my life. Um, it was, I guess I, was, I could say, the most difficult day in my life thus far, um, being told the words, you have cancer. I mean, I cried mm. all um, I was barely able to, you know, see through my tears while I was driving. But, you know, little did I know at that time, uh, many, many more difficult days and even years were actually, you know, ahead of me. Mm. I was, I was, um, I was devastated. I'm getting like choked up just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, anyway, so um, I asked God, you know, did I hear you wrong? Because why would you call me into ministry and bless me with all these opportunities, you know, just to shut me down? And, you know, mm. for a long time, I just didn't understand it. But, um, but now I realize, 
you know, I was called, you know, to be of service back then. I mean, all survivors don't, you know, become cancer awareness ambassadors or disability inclusion excellence advocates. That's true. You know, I decided a long time ago that I was going to be a vessel for God to use me, and he is still using me under these unexpected circumstances. You know, um, being of service and and social entrepreneurship is just a way that I'm hardwired, I guess, you know, no matter yes. what I'm mm-hmm. going through, it's just going to come out. So, um, all right, get back on track. Um, so in 2009, I was diagnosed with metastatic squamous cell cervical cancer. I had surgery to remove the cancer, which resulted in um, doctors closing me right back on up because they found that the cancer had spread. So, oh, um, wow. Then they um, they did remove lymph nodes while they were in there, um, but they had to leave the tumor. And um, I received uh, many weeks of internal and external radiation treatments, along with um, a regimen of cisplatin chemotherapy. Uh, the horror stories that I could tell um, just about that whole experience, but that's, that's just, I won't get into all that. But anyway, um, one day after treatment, was completed. I tried to get out of bed and found I couldn't move my legs. And it was um, sudden onset of what they call paraparesis, paraparesis with peripheral polyneuropathy. Um, I had to be catheterized due to the bladder, bladder damage caused by treatments. And I even got um, Botox injections to correct the solidification that radiation caused to my bladder. Now, who knew mm. Botox used, you know, for more than cosmetic filling in the face, you know? Right, right. You know, but that was one of the other, you know, things that I learned. So um, I had to go through intensive physical therapy to learn how to walk again, which was very hard to do because of the severe pain, which uh, was so bad I was put on fentanyl dorgesic patches for years. You might have heard of fentanyl because that's one of the drugs that people are really out trying to get. It's a really strong drug that my doctor has said. Well, actually, it, the patches are really used for end of life, which was really deep, which is why he ended up weaning me off of it. But anyway, um, it was a, um, I had to be on them for years. And one of the major disappointments was when, although I was making progress in physical therapy, I was cut by the insurance company for not making progress fast enough. Mm. Now, you know, that's just the state of our healthcare system. And I had some really nice um, and dedicated uh, therapists that, you know, tried, you know, working the, the paperwork to keep me on case as long as they possibly can. Because, like I said, mm-hmm. I was making, you know, I was making progress, but just not fast enough for them, and they didn't want to do it. So anyway, I was, I was determined not to let the insurance company decide my fate. So I ordered a fluidity ballet bar because I used to be a dancer back in the day. So I had seen this advertised on television, and I used it to practice standing up and further my rehabilitation myself. And mm, wow, look at God. <laughs> And I was just thankful for the, you know, that he gave me the determination to just keep doing this, you know, after one disappointment after another. He still gave me strength to keep 
pressing on and pushing through. So um, I also had a stripper pole in my bedroom <laughs> because I had um, I had got it installed as a Valentine's Day gift um, for my husband back when I was married. So I was looking at this thing and looking at how it was attached to the you know ceiling joists and how it's really sturdy. I was like, well, I'm going to put that thing to good use. And I started practicing holding myself up on it and standing wow. up because I had gotten to the shape of the wheelchair. So when I walked, I had foot drop, my toes pointed down, and there was no way for me to, you know, be able to walk correctly if I was bent over like that. So I had to help straighten myself out. So mm-hmm. that's what I um, started doing. Um, then I ordered myself a collapsible rollator um, walker. Um, to better facilitate my independence because I wanted to start, you know, getting out and getting back into the community. And, you know, I wanted to start spreading cervical cancer awareness, and I couldn't do that, you know. I didn't want the the old walker that I had, you know, but this was just better for me to to use, especially uh, once I found out that um, there's a disparity gap. African Americans, Latinas, and Hispanics have the highest rate um, of death from cervical cancer in our communities, where I had noticed culturally specific prevention efforts, you know, are really limited at best. Like, there's not images and stuff that really look like us, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the And it doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help that the insurance company tried to cut you off either. Right. That's true. That's true. So um, I wanted, you know, people of color to uh, realize that, you know, this, the statistics that they're talking about are talking about us. So as I started the hashtag, um, teal is the new pink in our tan, brown, and bronze neighborhoods, which, you know, sort of like because, you know, pink, everybody's so aware that that means breast cancer. And a lot of people don't recognize that teal and white is the color of a cervical cancer. So mm. that's why, you know, teal is the new pink. Um and I do want to I really appreciate that we're doing this in January because January is Cervical Cancer Awareness Month. And, um, well, it's actually called now, I think, Cervical Health Month by ASHA, which is the American Sexual Health Association. Um, but during this month and all year long, I encourage ladies to get regular PAP tests as recommended. Um, but the fact still remains that although men cannot get cervical cancer, they can, however, spread HPV, which is human papillomavirus, which causes cervical cancer in women, and also it causes uh, cancers which affect men, such as anal cancer, throat cancer, and penile cancers. Um, so I urge everyone so, um, to go to thesurvivordiva.com, and not thesurvivordiva.com. Um, it's my digital resource for cervical cancer awareness and disability inclusion excellence, um, where you can find much more in-depth details about the different strains of HPV that are out there. Um, I've compiled information on the site from my personal experiences, from statistics from the CDC, the um, Center for Disease Control, um, information from the National Cervical Cancer Coalition, and other agencies um, to provide people with one central location to access all this important information. So I'm telling you, Ryan, um, it's been so hard dealing with, you know, the loss of my cognitive ability, I think, 
the most, as well as my, you know, physical functioning. And it's uh, been especially challenging trying to reintegrate myself back into society, which has so many barriers to inclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost everywhere I go, from city hall to privately owned venues, I'm faced with, you know, difficult circumstances that really need to be improved upon. So that's why I stay out there being vigilant, taking my notes and try to contact people, you know, and try to explain to them, you know, what needs to be improved, you know, for people with disabilities to be out and be included. So um, my struggles inspired me to start the Disabilities Inclusion Excellence Movement, and that's hashtag Die for Quality of Life, which advocates that citizens with disabilities have a right to be reasonably accommodated up to the same standards of excellence and comfortability as being provided to those without disabilities. And um, I have a little saying, too. Um, And I'm not a rapper, but it sounds like a rap, but this is just my little thing that I came (laughs) up with. I'm the survivor diva with a cane in my hand, striving, thriving, and surviving, building my brand, doing as much as I can, the best that I can, for as long as I can, to save and improve as many lives as I can. Pushing through chronic pain with style and grace, faith, and a smile on my face, I am the survivor diva by the grace of God. And that's just my little thing I say. I love it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, some of the projects, I'd better say that too, that I've been working on is um with um, the Light the Town Light the Town's Teal and White for Cervical Cancer in January initiative. You know how you see buildings throughout the um, city pink in October? Right, so trying, right. Yeah, I'm trying to get it uh, where we have teal and white during January. So I sent letters out to mayors in um, 12 major cities and local representatives and our city council members. Um, so that's one thing I'm trying to do. Um also, the Angela Reese annual walk and roll for cervical cancer um, was my first year that I did that last October. And oh, okay. That's nice. I also, this is, was so exciting. I represented the color teal and citizens who mobilized using assistive devices on the Dream Walk Victoria's Secret style fashion show in October. Oh, and, wow. Oh, my goodness talking about a self-esteem booster. Um, just first of all, you out there with no clothes on, you know. Right. <laughs> so that was already one thing. But, honey, it just, when I got out there, I started hearing people. Because, you know, I, was, I mean, you lose a lot when you have to deal with all of this, um, mm, you know, mm. body. I can, I can only imagine. You know, it just felt so good to be out there and feeling, you know, attractive and sexy again. And, you know, and I, even though I had graduated up to moving, using my um, quad cane for the show, I used my roller walker because, I, you know, it would have been too much because it was such a fast-paced, you know, right, right. event, you know, and it was just safer for me to be on that one. I was glad. But, um, yeah, that 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 was awesome. I, I I've just been changed since then. So um I'm so okay. I'm so happy that you were able to have that experience and you know to be honored um in such a way after you experienced so much loss. Mhm. 
Yeah, and then they mm-hmm. even called me to go on um, was it Fox uh, 29. We were on uh, Good Day Philadelphia the day before that. And I mean, oh, it, was, wow. it was really nice. It was, it was nice, and it really helped me, you know, just feel as a confidence booster. Mm-hmm. So I bet, mm-hmm. guess I better share my um, social media handles. <laughs> so I have um, Twitter is uh, Miss Ability the Survivor Diva. And on Facebook, everybody can connect with me at Miss Ability Diva, the Different Abilities Inclusion Excellence Advocate. And also the Chocolate Diva Cervical Cancer Survivors at Surviving Diva Angela. Oh, and Instagram is Survivor Diva at Diva Survivor. And I think I got it all out. All right. Um, Thank you for sharing all this. It really reminds me of just how amazing God is. And Mm -hmm. um, you were talking about how when you were younger, you used to be a dancer and how that played an intricate part in your healing when you Mm -hmm. were going through your difficult time. And, you know, nobody can plan life like God. And he gives us. He gives us exactly what we need at all times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so thankful to just hear this story here, this testimony, because um, it just brings me back to why, you know, I'm just happy to be a child of God. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, to remind me and everybody who's listening that God has everything under control. Yeah. And he gives you exactly what you need. Um, oh, you you know, um, so one of the things I just came to my mind, I really, really need to impress upon anyone that hears this, is faith, because I, I didn't write about that. But one of the biggest things and the things that I believe that why I'm at this point in my re- rehabilitation is because I had faith. I believed God for this. And after I was disappointed that all the things that I thought I visioned was going to happen, and I remember I said I thought I got shut down by him. Well, eventually, after that, um, my faith, you know, um, got wavered a little bit, I started getting it back because I just prayed, you know, God, you know, help me with this. And then my faith started getting stronger, and I realized, wait a minute. Oh, my Lord, I knew I was going to lose my train of thought. Ah, but, um, but. Believing God for what I knew he promised me for, I think is what activated healing and what activated these things coming to fruition in my life because I kept saying, this is what you said, this is what I thought you heard, and I'm declaring and decreeing that this is going to come to pass. You know, you didn't bring me as far, you didn't make me see these things without them coming to fruition, so I'm going to trust you that, you know, even if it doesn't happen the way I thought it would, that you're still going to bring it to pass because I know that I'm your child and I know that you did not lie to me. I know that, you know, we have a relationship anyway, and I just kept having faith. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that I tell people. What faith is not knowing exactly what's going to happen, but it's believing it when it looks like it's definitely not going to happen, when mm-hmm. things look most like it's not going to happen, when I most look like – I wasn't going to be able to walk again. I kept saying, God, I don't care that my legs aren't working. I know they will. I know you're going to make it work again. And I would sit there and visualize my nerves are regenerating right now as I speak. I might not 
can tell, but I know what's happening in the future. As a matter of fact, it's already done in the future. I just didn't get to the future where it's happened and where it's come to fruition yet. Mm. Definitely. Definitely. The power of speaking positivity mm-hmm. and God's word into your life. Yes. Yeah, if, I, if, if I went through any of this, you know, for any reason, it's to share that information, you know, that the power of God. Mm-hmm. I just I just had to sit in silence a little bit and just feel it. <laughs> yes. I'm just oh. I feel like we need to go to church now and just celebrate <laughs> and just dance. Listen, I'm oh, listen, I will tell you, God, thank you, Lord. Yes. Come for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. I mean you are awesome. You're almighty. You know, I give you glory, honor, and praise because you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I mean, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. I know. He didn't just do this for me to sit. And because I used to be shy, you know, and, oh, I hated talking about it. But I know he's equipped me to come out and do this because I got to give him glory with this, you know. (sighs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And, and you know, you sharing your story has helped so many people. You know, you saved lives because you use your voice to share your experience, um, the pains, and how other people can, you know, survive and mm-hmm. give them the knowledge to know what to do when they're in that situation Mm -hmm. that you're in. You know, all the research that you have on your website that people can now go on and get that information and read it, and then they can also, you know, that can help build a relationship between that person and their doctor because relationships are very important, you know. And even though you might not always get somebody to call you up on the phone and, and tell you how this information has impacted them, you're you're changing people's lives in your in your own right. So thank you. Thank you for that. And not being um timid anymore. Mm-hmm. Or or look or scared because not scared but embarrassed because it's not the most um you know, popular top topic to talk about, you know, several right. kids talking about, you know, your privates and things like that. But I had to get over that, too. Like I said, God, he made it. I never thought I would be able to be out here like this, you know, discussing my cervix like it's my pinky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. But also it's my reasonable service for all God has, you know, done for me. And like I said, I've been, been saved for service. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you know, you are. He gave you a passion for people. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just thankful, you know, to be able to be used. And I'm gonna tell you, I don't know how um, my you know, mortgage gets paid every month. I mean, I, you know, people help, but I, you know, and of course, I well, and Social Security. But I'm just saying, just right. I'm, God is I is I is nothing but God. You know, once. Um, you know, my husband had left. I was still able to stay here because I had had this property before I even got married. 
So even in my situation, you know, at the time I was actually still in the wheelchair. You know, so I mean, if this guy will make a way, and I don't question, you know, how he's doing it, but I know he's doing it, and I'm going to give him glory and let everybody know he never left me or forsake me, took me through all of this, and, you know, I'm just thankful. <laughs> so it's my, like I said, it's my reasonable service to be out here and do as much as I can to, you know, help other people not have to go through, you know, everything that I've gone through. Hmm. Well, I just want to say again, thank you, Angela, uh, for sharing your, your truth. And thank you for coming on um, Reminisce Empowered Podcast. I am elated to um, be able to be a part of sharing this message and I can't wait to uh, make this live for the community to hear so um, if you don't have any more to share at this time (laughs) you know people can go to your website and connect with you on social media and can you just share those social media handles um, one last time before we close out okay it's um, Twitter Miss underscore ability underscore the underscore survivor underscore diva facebook miss ability the different abilities inclusion excellence advocate and on facebook chocolate diva cervical cancer survivors at surviving diva angela and instagram the survivor diva at diva survivor all right Thank you for listening. This is Ryan Reed, your host of Reminisce and Power Podcast, signing off. Have a good night. Good night. Thank you.